You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Also get us at youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi. Mark, that was a wonderful first half hour. Very with inspiring. With Tanya. I mean, I've heard the program before, the whole uh, Ignatian spirituality program and um, for the retreats they do, but they really gave us some great details and Great, great ministry reaching out. And Latanya's story was a story of conversion. Yeah. She, she realized that she was loved. Exactly, and in turn, now passing on the baton. Exactly, you're yeah, passing, passing beautiful. forward. A great second half lined up. Men of Christ is an organization of Catholic men with the goal of helping men to be authentically Catholic and develop meaningful friendships with like-minded Catholic men. Men of Christ Catholic Conference is scheduled on Saturday, March 11th this Saturday. Our guest, Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the program this morning. How are you? Thanks, Father. Thanks, Mark. Really yeah. excited to be here uh, with you today. Now, Kevin, where do you live? Where, 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 where are you calling from? I'm calling in from, well, I'm calling in from Brookfield, but I live in Pewaukee, so just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. No, you, so wait. just north of you guys. Now, wait, wait, time out. <laughs> You're, you're not a Packer yeah, fan, yeah. are you? You let me in. I know. Huh. I'm like, that's a miracle. <laughs> okay, uh, Michael and Clinton and Brian, this program comes to an end. But thank, yeah. thanks, thanks well, for joining I, us, Kevin. I think I got in under the wire. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is great. Well, listen, now, first of all, at, uh, now, what is your background, Kevin? Where are you from originally and growing up in high school and all that good stuff? Yeah, sure. I'm originally from Michigan. I uh, grew up uh, just outside of Detroit, north of Detroit, in a town called Sterling Heights. Uh, and I grew up, uh, my dad's ethnic Irish, meaning he came over off the boat. And uh, so grew up in a blue collar family, uh, old school. You know, there were no timeouts when I grew up. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, you, know, you know, like, hey, watch out. Here he comes. <laughs> um, it was, uh, and we would go to, we would go to church regularly. Like I would say consistently, but I never knew my faith. It was a time where we really didn't learn what we believed as Catholics. So I drifted away from the faith as I got older and I football became the sport. I played that in college in three years of pro. Uh, and then actually in the pro experience, I, through our Protestant brothers in, in, in some faith sharing groups, really Bible studies, I started to come back into the faith. Now, did you, did you play for the Cincinnati Bengals? No, I played them. Oh, well, actually, I played in the stadium, actually, in college. But I played with the, the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots, and then in the CFL and then the NFL Europe. What years were you with Buffalo? Uh, 93. What, what position? Outside linebacker. No kidding. That's, that's Yeah, I have a funny story around that. Sure, go ahead. I, I, I know we don't have so much time. I can huh? give you all kinds of stories that uh, about the, the time I was kind of a leaner outside linebacker. You know, a lot of t people would think I played kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go about 220? Uh, very good, yeah, 225 to 230. Mm -hmm. Sure, that would be a leaner linebacker. And it, uh, yeah. So, so what's your story you're going to tell? Well, you know, I, I was, so I was with Buffalo. Uh, I came in for rookie camp. Jim Kelly 
quarterback. Again, it, he was very into his ethnic uh, 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 culture, the Irish culture. Uh, good man. And we were working out, and uh, he said hey, I was in for rookie camp. So I was getting ready to leave, and he's like, hey, Kev, do you want to stick around and help me out uh, this weekend? Uh, I'm having, I'm hosting a fundraiser, and I'm looking for some guys to participate. And I said, oh, my gosh, absolutely. So we did this. He said, well, make sure you wear your jersey. We're going to go to the inner city, do some, uh, do a camp. And then that afternoon, we will go play golf. Well, he said, to make, again, make sure you have your jersey. Well, I come walking up to these three guys, right, that had paid to be with a Buffalo Bill. <laughs> and I was a rookie. So I come walking up, and they had this, like, look of, I don't want to say disgust, but they're like, well, who are you? And I'm like, Kevin O'Brien, Buffalo Bill. Well, what position do you play? And the first guy, and I, I, I would always come back to, well, what position do you think I play? And then one guy said, quarterback. And I'm like, mm, okay, that's not too bad. The second guy said, uh, um, he said, wide receiver. And I said, no. So now I start getting offended. And then the third guy said, kicker. And then I said, well, I will kick your, you know what? I play outside linebacker. So that was the, and I dealt with that my whole career. But uh, it was a fun experience. Really was blessed to, to be able to have that opportunity. Where did you play uh, college ball? At Bowling Green State University in Ohio. Okay, sure. So yeah, where, did, where did this faith movement come from uh, in your life? You know, it was, so uh, I was playing out in California. So I was playing with the CFL, Canadian Football League, that actually had tried to expand into the U.S. And I was listening, I was getting ready for practice, and I started listening to a non-denominational preacher named Father John, uh, no, no, excuse me, uh, oh gosh, John Hagee, John Hagee. And I just, well, really, because he was a Bible-thumping, very passionate, had gave what we'll call great sermons. And I started to enter into that. And through that, I was doing these Bible studies, as I mentioned. And I just started asking a lot more questions. And I remember my brother and I were at home, who was discerning the priesthood, by the way. That, oh, wow. We weren't a very pious family. And mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, he just, as we're having this very heated debate on abortion, um, he said, you know what your problem is? You need to get to confession." And it probably was about 15 to 18 years away for, for me in that range. Actually, it was I just whenever I took my confession to that time, I had never gone back. So I went, scales came off, God's grace came in, and I started to really dive into the catechism. So I, I, I had this heart to learn what we believed as Catholics and why we believed what we believed. And really, ever since then, I've just fell in love with our Catholic faith. And this would have been what year, Kevin? Gosh, this would have been back in, let's see, 97, so 1997. 26 years ago. So then how did you begin this whole entire program, the uh, program you do, Men of Christ? When did this Men originate? Of Christ. So it's interesting. This is kind of, so I was out at that time living out near Boston in, in Worcester, the Worcester uh, Diocese, and I was tapped on the shoulder and invited to participate in a men's conference. And so I had the opportunity to witness the power of bringing men together. And then we, I did that for a number of years. And I knew my wife and I wanted to come back to the Midwest because she's from Ohio. And again, I'm from Michigan. So uh, we came back and I came into Milwaukee and there was nothing like that. And I found three other guys. So there was four of us. And in 2006, we started the discussion on it. In 2007, we launched our first conference in, in uh, February 7th. 
of 2007. That's amazing. And, and, and where was it launched the first time? It was launched in, in a, uh, a northern part of the diocese. And we were hoping for this. Another funny story. Actually, it was February 17th. In January 10th of that year, because we had all these great ideas, um, we had 10 people signed up. So people were literally like ready to jump off the boat. Like, whose idea was this? It's not going to work. So what we started to do was we really started to tap other leaders and started articulating why it's important for us Catholic men to go out and reach and get guys. And we ended up filling the place up in a matter of, you know, a few short weeks. So it's amazing when you, we call it the tap, touch a person, this personal invitation for us, the conference experience is the first step that we use to evangelize men. That's fascinating. I had a quick question. The trophies behind you, what are they for? Oh, yeah, that's just uh, some success I've had at work. We uh, call they're they're called uh, you know like the silver cup. Like every year, I was there. I'm the CEO of a company called Best Version Media now, but at that time I was a region manager. So it's like a Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, you know you win uh -huh. that year. So that's what that, that's why those. I thought I it was a Super a Bowl trophy. Of, uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. To lead our team. Well, great. So I, I'm still living it out, right? I mean, <laughs> yes, I got the trophy. It's in the work world. I still have that desire to hold that Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> take us to break, Mark. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes with Kevin O'Brien, and the question I'm going to ask is discipline, football, and the church. What are the similarities that you Great found? question. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program has assisted thousands of single parents who are working to become more self-sufficient through education and employment opportunities. Our experienced case managers accompany participants for up to five years on their journey to identify, address, and break down barriers to improving their quality of life and achieving meaningful goals for themselves and for their families. Professional, compassionate assistance is offered in a safe and trusting environment as participants develop the skills needed to become financially stable and able to support themselves. Every achievement starts with a decision to try. To learn more about Catholic Charities Family Self-Sufficiency Program, call 847-782-4233 or visit catholiccharities.net. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it's, it sets my heart on fire. 
To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarian fund or call 312-534-7959. Community is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. Back to WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Folks on YouTube, you saw Father Greg's chair empty. He had to go. Um, um, they're recording special mass, and he had to get back to cathedral. We're with Kevin O'Brien from Men of Christ, an organization of Catholic men. Goal of helping men to be authentically Catholic. Before the break, Kevin, I had said discipline. Football career, Catholic, a man, a man in the Catholic Church. Where's where do the discipline? Where are the crossroads in discipline? Well, I think there's so many things. Like I'll step back. I, I one of the things I tell when I give my personal testimony, in a sense, and my reconversion back to the faith. I, I say I wish I had the faith I had now, back when I was playing football. Now, yeah, from a discipline perspective, I would say physically disciplined, yes, but mentally disciplined, spiritually disciplined, it it wasn't there. Meaning, what do I mean by that? Like, if you look at where I'm, I mean, again, this is the growth, but, you know, a morning routine, getting to mass, praying the rosary, entering into the sacraments, that fills your heart, what I would say, full of love. So this idea of Fear and love can't live in the heart together, so it pushes that out. And those disciplines that I have in my my faith life has really allowed me to grow in my professional life. So when I was playing football, of course I had discipline in the workouts and stuff, but there was so much pressure, specifically as playing pro football, because I went from college, big fish, little pond, into a very big pond, and it like being a little fish and you're playing with these all pros. So mentally you really get full of anxiety and worry. And now I've come to learn uh, to do everything for the greater glory of God and having that outlook, seeing through that lens, embracing the, the struggles that come in life and not looking at it as something to, Oh gosh, but looking at it in a way of, okay, that's where my growth is. And by me, you know, modeling Christ in that sacrifice, I can grow. So what I've come to learn is, yeah, I had disciplines set for in, in habits, I would say human habits, but those have grown as I've grown in my faith because I've come to better understand why suffering is there. There's a book uh, called uh, Mindset written by a gal, uh, Dr. Carol DeWick, 
And she studied all of these great athletes and business and stuff. And she said this, and I, I've never forgotten it. So it's really on, on growth mindset, like how to have a good mindset mm -hmm. versus a fixed mindset. And she said what she found is in all of her study, those that were successful, they came to learn to love the effort and to embrace that cross, to embrace that suffering. And I would say over the years, that's what I've come to learn by entering deeper and deeper into our Catholic faith. Now, in in your job, in your career, now there's a book, uh, Leadership is an Art, Max Dupree, uh, and he, Herman Miller, they make furniture. His question to his managers is, what can grace allow us to become? Mm. Um, and as you look at your work life, and then we'll get into the specifics of the conference, you look at your work life, has it changed since you've I'd say had that conversion experience in the faith. Do you look at work differently? And oh, absolutely. How? I mean, 100%. Going back to this idea of suffering and fear and trying to like look at it a different way. I now, and specifically as a leader, right? I had a friend tell me once, the higher you go in an organization, the bigger your umbrella gets. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, you can protect more people from the storms of life. And I thought that was really profound. Wow. Yeah, you know, for me, it's not a, you know, yeah, we want to help our people make money, but we want it to become more than money, right? Mm -hmm. We want to have meaning in what we do. And what I've come to learn as I dive deeper and deeper into our Catholic faith, I'm finding more and more meaning, not only as a leader of an organization, but a leader as a father, right? Like I have come to pour, again, I'm long way, I got a lot of work to do, but this idea I've come to understand to pour yourself out for your family, to pour yourself out for those that you lead, because uh, the they go as you go, right? And how do I continue to try to become more Christ-like? And that really is being able to embrace the cross, the crosses that come every day, uh, and come to learn to appreciate it, which it's not an easy thing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm still in my own mind trying to work through it, but I'm thinking that way more. So my thought, you go as your thoughts go. So my thoughts have really improved because of the learning I've had from our Catholic faith. And that's helped me become a better leader, a more compassionate leader. Well, Kevin, tell us about March 11th. So March 11th, we have uh, a, it's the Men of Christ Conference, which is the way we go out and to try to evangelize. Actually in Marytown, for you guys in the Archdiocese mm -hmm. of Chicago, you'll be hosting events. So we've created a hybrid model. And the hybrid model is live, in person, but also you can watch online. So you, we really want people to come together. We've got now over 120 different parishes participating in eight different states and now Ireland. We literally, that just happened over the weekend. So we, we, are, we have a model that allows us to reach out into the deep to go get men, right? There was a study done pre-COVID 22% of people attended mass post COVID it's at 17%. So what we want to do for those that really truly do believe we want to give them tools to go out and bring that 83% that have left the faith and bring them back into the church. Now so on YouTube, the just, I, I don't men. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to say on YouTube, people can see, is that a picture of Bishop Listecki? That's going to be one of the speakers. It is. Yeah. He's, one of your own. He's a Chicago native. Uh, we, we worked together at Mundelein Seminary. He was there for many, many years. He, the only problem with him is he's a Sox fan. He's a white Sox yeah, fan. Yeah, I keep hearing that. And, by, and very proud Sox fan, I must oh, say. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, what, what does he say about 
men in Christ. He, he doesn't give his name or he will not speak unless it's something he really believes in. So what oh, is he's, he? He's been an amazing supporter. We really have like one of our, our tenets of our, we want to evangelize, mm-hmm. evangelize a man's heart, catechize, and then unify. And we've got this unifying uh, connection with the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and, and expanding out. And he's been there every, every year since has done a phenomenal job. And this year, not only will he be giving a short talk, but he'll be doing a father-son blessing. So really powerful thing. So not only for men to come for themselves, but for men to bring their children. Because, again, the family goes as the, as the father goes. And if the, if the father stays in the faith, the children will stay. So we want mm-hmm. them to witness through their actions. Here's a quick Bishop Listecki story. When he was in La Crosse, someone two floors down from his office went down, physically went down. They they notified him. He came down. He revived the gentleman. He saved his life. I mean, he, wow. He's not only a religious leader, he's very practical. He's very hands-on. Mm. He and my wife are dear, dear friends. Theologically, they, they're not always in the same place. I listen to him at lunch, and then all of a sudden, big hug and a kiss. Good to see you, Jared. Good to see you, Mayor. He's a great guy. He's a great—I uh, I just think— your organization having him is a total endorsement of, of oh, what it, you're it about. Is. And, and actually, not not only that, Mark, he's asked me to talk to all the uh, bishops in Wisconsin. Beautiful. Really, what's that? Beautiful. Yeah, so just this idea, because it's, a you know, uh, Monsignor Shays talks about this uh, apostolic age versus Christendom age, and we're, mo- we're in this apostolic age of we have to go out and bring people back and what we're striving to do with Men of Christ is to do that, to bring out, to communicate the, the faith, to allow men to enter into the sacrament of confession, right? The heart of our conference, our, that experience is for men to get there. We have guys 30, 40, 50, 60 years away from the sacrament going to confession. Beautiful. So really to present this masculine modality of the Catholic faith. Now, Kevin, before we have to wrap it up, explain to a gentleman listening today, why come? Why come to this conference? Because it will help transform your life. It'll be the first step. And not only you as a man, but you as a father, you as a grandfather, you as a brother. So it's for all ages. Um, I mean, literally from fifth grade up to 90 years old. And there is power in coming together, this idea of strength in numbers. So you're able to just being there and entering into the experience. Now, if that can happen, you can go to menofchrist.net and there's a home viewing option there that you can watch from home just to also participate, even from your home. That flexibility has been built in for you. Kevin, can you repeat that one more time? How do you sign up for in-person and how do you sign up online? Jared, go to menofchrist.net and you will see if you want to sign up for like, hey, I'd love to host my parish. We just had a group out of Tampa do this yesterday. Mm-hmm. You can click that button. And if uh, you can then go to events in 2023, you can scan all the way down. You'll see the section there. It says 2023 to, to your left. No, go to your left a little bit. It says 2023 conference. There we go. And just scan all the way down. And you'll start to see all the different participating parishes. Beautiful. And then there's a home viewing option right at the bottom, right underneath. I think it's now Virginia, right there. See that home viewing option, bottom right? Yes. So you can watch from home as well. That's wonderful. Uh, Before we close, favorite saint? Who's yours? Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. And why? 
And because of his brilliance of thing, the way he thinks, I, I'm literally, I've just got a, a book. I've, I've tried to go through the Summa, but I've got a, a, an easier one uh, to be able to digest. But he's just uh, an amazing thinker in how he talks about habit. Uh, I just love. I absolutely love, yeah. and I'm, I'm drawn to him. Well, I'd like to thank Kevin. Kevin O'Brien, you got energy personified. I hope people picked up on your energy and will support uh, Men of Christ on March 11th. Thank you for being on WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. Uh, I'd like to also thank our producers, directors, everybody here that helps us be who we are. Michael Meyer, Brian, and Brock, and our newest member, Clinton. Welcome to uh, Catholic Chicago. Have a great Blessed day in the name of Father Greg Sackowitz. Enjoy today. Kevin, we're going to do a half an hour on your football career next because that's what Father Greg wants to do. He was fascinated with <laughs> I'd it. I'd love to do it. Okay. Thanks, Mark. God we'll bless everybody. Thanks. God bless. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.